conformity Everyone looks the same to me Pray to let their voices be heard Feel the freedom when you hear your name Know your beauty is unique and not supposed to be the same So grab the wind by the tail Keep going if you fail Travel your own journey Paint the lyrics to your melody Hey you guys, what is up? It is Monday and welcome back to Sunflowers Life Coaching and Motivational Speaking. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. I hope you were able to get up on time for work because baby, I overslept and um, there was a wreck <laughs> or something that was holding traffic up. So I was two minutes away from work for like six minutes, really like 10 minutes. It was terrible, but I made it here. You know, everything is good and I had a wonderful weekend, and I'm drinking my Red Bull, so I'm good, I guess. Um, so last week, we talked about taking responsibility for your actions. And this week, we're, gonna, we're going to talk about taking back your pride. But we're just going to go over what we went over last week, which was stop blaming others for your actions, eliminate the excuses, be accountable for the things that you do, forgive yourself, and understand that you are human. Okay, so I know every week I'm always referring to something from the past and forgiving yourself. Because in reality, to move on to the future or to even be able to masquerade and walk and work within your purpose in your present, you have to be able to forgive yourself and forgive your past. Okay, so here we go. Let's get into it. Da 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 da. Take back your pride. So all these little um PowerPoints that I do. So basically, I do the PowerPoints of what, of my topic and what I'm going to talk about. And I always have a picture on these PowerPoints. Well, this time I have a quote. And it says, feel the fear and do it anyways. Feel the fear and do it anyways. Let me tell you guys about a time when I went to Hawaii. And you guys might hear a lot of stories about when I went to Hawaii. And that's simply because that is the best vacation I ever took in my life. And I went alone and I had a great time and I really want to go back again. So anyways, back to the story. So I took this tour guide and it was like me and maybe 30 other people, 20, 20 to 30 other people on the thing. And I met this, this lady on there and she was so cool. You know, we met and after we met on this tour guide, we also went and had lunch the next day. We had a couple of drinks. We had a really amazing time. She was really sweet. She was from Alaska. She offered uh, for me to come out and visit her and stay with her at home in Alaska. She was so sweet. Anyways, so she, so the tour guide is like, listen, at one of these little beaches that we're going to go to, there's this 30-foot rock. And everybody always talk about how they're going to climb to the top of this 30-foot rock and they're going to jump into the ocean. And me, the person that I am, right? Because during this time, my New Year's resolution to overcome my fears. And one of my fears um, are, this is still a fear, is heights. I'm terrified of heights, you know? So, like, I am terrified. So, when I went on this trip, you know, I went uh, parasailing. I went snorkeling. I did all these things I am just terrified of doing, and I hadn't made the time. So, I'm looking at this girl, and she's looking at me, and she's like, we're going to do that. And I'm like, what? We gonna do what? <laughs> who, who 
plumbing 30 feet and plumbing until they death. Not me. Not me. So as you know, we're stopping at the coffee farms, um, the coffee bean farms, and we're paddle boarding, and we're doing a whole bunch of other stuff, and we get to the beach. And she's like, are we going to jump? And I'm like, let's jump, okay? So we climb to the third, to the, to the top of this 30-foot rock, and there are people sitting around, you know, and there are people, and I'm terrified. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And everybody's up there, and they're like, listen, there's no other way to go back down. You have to jump. There's no other way you can go back down. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this. And all these people that I've never met a day in my life, never seen these people whatsoever. There's like maybe 15 people sitting on this rock. And they're like, you got this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I, I can't do this. I am like, my heart is bump- pumping out of my chest. You know, I'm recording the whole process. I'm just terrified. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And so the girl who I, the woman who I uh, climbed up the mountain with, she's like, we're going to hold hands. And on the count of three, we are going to jump. And I say, okay, on the count of three, let's jump. The count of three turned into the count of 10, you know, and she ended up jumping without me. She ended up jumping without me and swimming off into this little makeshift island that was in the middle of the ocean that was like maybe five feet away from where we were. And so I'm still up there and I'm terrified. I'm terrified. So everybody that's sitting on this rock, they're like, I'll jump with you, but you got to jump. You got to do this. You got this. And so I finally just muster up all the courage that I could possibly muster up. And I didn't count. And before I could think of anything else, I just jumped. I just jumped straight into this ocean. And once I jumped and I landed at the bottom, of the water i'm like that really wasn't that bad would i do it again no (laughs) now of course i would not do it again but it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be and i tell you guys this story because there are going to be things in life there are going to be instances in life there are going to be situations in life that you go through And you are going to be terrified because it's taking you out of your natural element. It's removing you from a place of comfort and it's making you uncomfortable. And it's making you uncomfortable, not so that you could regress into the past, but so that you could prosper and move forward to the future. Because, baby, I promise you, once you do this thing that is scaring you to death, whether it's buying a house, whether it's starting a new business, whether it's taking that vacation, whether it's wearing that outfit, once you do it, you're going to be like, this wasn't, this wasn't that bad. The process was a little, you know, crazy, but it, it wasn't that bad. Will I do it again? Maybe yes, maybe no. Who knows? But I'm happy that I overcame my fear and I did it. Okay. So that's the theme for this week. I want you to write down some things that you are just completely terrified of. What are you just completely fearful of and it's holding you back from moving forward for me it was just podcast I was terrified of how people were going to react I was terrified of maybe somebody's going to listen maybe somebody isn't going to listen and so it took me longer than what I wanted to do to, than what I wanted to for me to actually start the podcast and now I'm happy I did you know maybe I don't have like a hundred listeners but at least I have you listening And that's all that matters. You, the person that's on the other end of this podcast, listening to my croaky voice every Monday. (laughs) So let's get into this week's uh, topic. This week's topic is taking back your pride. 
Okay, so there are, let me see, let's count. One, two, three. There are eight steps this week on, eight tips on how to take back your pride. Okay, and when I say take back your pride, taking back your pride is really taking back your self-esteem, taking back your control and giving yourself permission to feel good about yourself. So the first one is it's okay to feel beautiful, look beautiful, and be beautiful. Okay, listen, this is for a lot of women out there, baby. I want you to stop what you're doing. If you're driving, wait till you get to work or wait till you get home. I want you to look in that mirror, and I want you to be like, dang, sis, you fine. I mean, you just fine. Because let me tell you, so listen, once I got married, and I think a lot of women do this, right? Before I met my wife and before we got married, I kept my hair done. You know, I was a nice size. I wasn't no skinny penny little thing, but you know, I was a nice size and I loved my size. Once I met her and, you know, three years into it, I stopped doing my hair. I stopped getting dressed. You know, I started gaining weight, started eating whatever. And I really started looking at me and be like, dang, you just don't let yourself go, sis. Like, what's wrong? What what you got going on? Like, get your life together. Listen, baby, I started back doing my hair. Listen, I just did my hair. Um, I think I did it Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. I just did my hair Friday. And I put on me a little bit of lashes, and I drew on my eyebrows. It was hard for me not to swipe that eyebrow, because, you know, once you draw your eyebrows on with uh, the eyeliner, Sometimes if you touch it, you will smudge it, right? So I was trying my best not to smudge it. I wasn't going nowhere but to bed. But, baby, I looked in that mirror, and I was like, now, see, this is you, sis. This is you. This is the you that you was before you met your wife. You need to keep your hair done, keep your makeup done. Start back wearing your heels. Start back putting on nice clothes because you fine. You look good. You know, you look good without makeup. But when you put on that, when you go that little extra mile and give yourself that little extra oops, you know, I hope y'all can hear that, that oops. Um, you know, you just be like, dang, you just gas yourself up. Like, yeah, you fine, girl. You know, give yourself praises. Listen, I have this journal and in my journal every day, you know, I write down, I love you. Like, I love myself. I, and, and it's okay to do that. You know, I write down or, or I look in the mirror and I'm like, he's so fine. Like, do you know how fine you are? Like, you are so fine. You deserve the world. You deserve everything that your heart desires. You deserve it all. It's okay to give yourself praises. Like, we we have to sometimes. Yes, it's nice to hear from somebody else, but, baby, it's even more worth it when you hear from yourself. Give yourself some praises, okay? Set boundaries that people are not allowed to cross. This is really big because I'm such a... I feel like I'm an empath, and when I say I'm an empath, like, I can feel when something isn't right. Like, I can walk in the room and I can feel the emotion. Or if you're not saying something, I can feel that there's something going on inside of you. And I might be like, what's wrong? Or I might just, you know, see if you're going to tell me. But sometimes, even with us being empaths, uh, with me being an empath, I don't know if anybody else is out there, and, and feeling the emotions and the tension and you know, kind of having a clairvoyance for what you feel like is going to happen in the near future or something like that, that can, that, how can I put this? That can, um, that takes away your ability to set boundaries until you are completely comfortable within yourself. And even though you feel that they're feeling that type of way, you know, you, you still 
you're still able to keep those boundaries. So let me give you an example. So when I was younger, <laughs> of course, and I even do it now, you know, um, I'll, me and, uh, we, I'll get into it with somebody and I don't like, I don't like to hurt people's feelings, right? I don't like to be the person, um, that makes someone else's, that makes someone else hurt. And so if I am that person, even if you've wronged me, even if you've done me wrong, I will go out of my way to make sure that you're okay. You know, I will go out of my way to make sure that you're good. And yes, I hurt your feelings and I'm sorry. And I don't want you to feel any type of way because I hurt your feelings. And that's just the person that I am. I can't help it. And so a lot of times I find myself in these situations because I'm so worried about, um, I'm so worried about someone else's feelings or if what I've done to hurt someone else. It doesn't matter what you've done to me in, my, in the past. You know, maybe you deserve for me to say whatever I say said, or maybe you deserve for me to do whatever I did. But it's almost like two wrongs don't make a right. You know, I'd rather walk away to avoid anything. And so a lot of times in an argument, I'll shut down because I know the next words that's going to come out of my mouth are going to be real disrespectful. And I'll even give you a warning like, all right. <laughs> Like I, I, these these thoughts that's going through my head right now are real disrespectful. I need for you to back off and let it go. <laughs> I, I strike one, you <laughs> let it go. You know, so I try. I really try to. So I really try to try and diffuse the situation because I know this mouth can get real disrespectful. I'm still a work in progress, you know. So with the setting boundaries part, it's really hard for me sometimes to set boundaries because. I already know how you feel. I already know that the, the tension in the room is too high and I don't want to go to bed with the tension in the room being high. So even if I'm not the one that's in the wrong, I'll do something to rectify the situation so that we're no longer in that situation. That's just me. Okay. Looking forward to the future, not to the past. Here we go. That past. That past part, y'all, that past, I'm telling you in every slide and everything I do, there's always a reference to the past. We got to let that past go, baby. Look forward to the future, not to the past. Whenever you daydream, because I daydream a lot. My mind is constantly going. It doesn't matter what time it is. I'm always daydreaming about a situation or a perfect future. I'm always daydreaming about the past something. I'm always daydreaming. But whenever you daydream, and I really have to catch myself sometimes, you have to start daydreaming positively about what's going to come in the future. Because, you know, it's um affirmation. You have to put the affirmations out there in the world about how you want your future to, how you want your future to be, what you want your future to become, how you want to be in your future. And once you start daydreaming these things, write these things down and start and make a, make a plan, you know, Maybe the first plan is, okay, we writing this stuff down. The second plan is, okay, I'm going to reach out to some people and see what we can do. The third plan is, I'm going to start taking steps to move in that direction. Look towards the future, you know, and start building on building blocks on how you're going to move to the future. It's okay to be selfish with yourself. Not everybody deserves you. Not everybody deserves all your time, even your kids. Okay, even your spouse, even your parents, even your best friends, even your cousins. It's okay to be selfish with yourself. If you want to go out here, if you want to sit in your car for 20 minutes and don't come up to me, don't say nothing to me for the next 20 minutes, let me sit in this car and decompress. 
Because when I get home, I have to decompress before I go in this house. I have to get my mind right. Because if I don't get my mind right, you're not going to like me on the other end of this conversation. So I really have to get myself together and decompress. It's okay to be selfish with your time, with yourself. Take your time and get yourself together. Tell people into the O no. Tell people no. Mm-mm. Can I borrow? Nope. Can I come? Nope. Can you drop? Nope. Can you pay? Nope. Can you baby? Nope. Uh-uh. Tell people no. You know, and I have a hard time with doing that sometimes. You know, there'll be situations and somebody, because I, I really like to make everybody happy. First of all, listen, I'm a Libra, right? And we have to keep the balance. We balance out everybody, but can't nobody balance out us. That's just who we are. And it used to be real hard for me, you know, for me to tell people no. Like, for instance, growing up, we were not rich, okay? We were really, we were really poor growing up. And so at a very young age, I learned that if you put in the work, you will get money, right? So I think about, I was about eight years old and I started cleaning people's houses. And I started cleaning people's houses to make money and they would give me five or six dollars. But that five or six dollars back in, Back in the day, you know, back in 99, that was a lot of money for them five or six dollars. Or, you know, there was this guy and he used to date my mom and they broke up. And I was about 12 or 13 when they broke up. Well, he had a house full of dogs, but he worked on, but he worked construction. And so he was barely home and he would pay me $20 a week to feed and um, walk his dogs every day. Them $20 added up. Cause you know, that's back when the B2K posters was out. That's back when you had, um, NSYNC, Pretty Ricky. All of that was on my wall. <laughs> okay. Don't judge me, but I had a wall full of posters and that's what I do with my $20 every week. <laughs> and so, but anyways, getting back to that, y'all done got me off running on a tangent. Getting back to that, gro- growing up. And so to make money, I would, if you asked me to do anything, it didn't matter. Whether I wanted to do it or not, I would do it because I knew the outcome was going to be to make money. And so whenever I overwork or overexert myself, my body shuts me down, right? I know I need to rest, but I know I need to make this extra money. And I know you don't have anybody else to do it, so I'll step in and do it. And eventually my body is like, no, you're not doing it. You're sick. You have an upper respiratory infection. You have a sinus infection. You have a cold. You have a massive migraine that you can't get it, that you couldn't have gotten rid of for the last week. You're not doing anything. And so that really had to teach me to give people boundaries. When I'm feeling tired or if I'm not feeling well, I, I need to take time to recuperate and get my life together and tell people, you know, I'm sorry, I can't do it this week. Sorry, I'm going to have to do it next week. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't care how much money you pay me. I'm not, I'm not doing it. No, I'm good. You know, I done got to a point. So I had gotten to a point to where I hated my job so bad, but I had to pay my bills. How else was I going to pay my bills if I didn't have a job? And I would still work overtime. I got to a point where I was just like, baby, I don't want overtime. No, you can't ask me to stay late no more. You can't ask me to come in early anymore. No, if it's no, uh-uh. no, I'm not doing it. Sorry, but no. Get away from toxic, toxic people. You know, I saw this, uh, I saw this quote on Facebook and it said, I asked God to remove all the negative people from my life and I almost died. (laughs) Sometimes we need to get away from ourselves. Sometimes we're the, we're the toxic people. 
you know, and it's really hard to take a step back and to check yourself. Sometimes you need to check yourself. You know, your coworker done flipped on you because you done yelled at her 10 times and now you're looking at her crazy, but you the one who yelled. You know, your best friend done, done nudged you up 10 times. You know, your best, she, you know, she done asked you to get a car in her name. You got the car. She done asked you to get a car in your name. You got the car. She never paid in the car. Car was repoed. Now your credit messed up. You, she asked you to pay her rent and you pay her rent and she done got $10,000 back in taxes. And she walked around with her nails done, but she ain't paid you your money back for your rent. That's a toxic person. <laughs> they always want you to give, 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 but how much are they putting in? You know, they're, they're constantly taking out, but they're not putting in. You need to reevaluate the people you have in your life. And I'm telling you, once you get away from those toxic people, things will begin to look up for you. And the last one, be confident. Baby, be bold. Be brash, be, be fabulous. Just be confident within everything that you do. Because if you don't believe in yourself, who else is going to believe in you? Nobody. Like, baby, you, you the stuff, you the ish. And you need to walk around with your head held high like you are the ish because you are. Okay. And you guys, that comes to the conclusion of our topic for this week. And I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, I am feeling a lot better. I no longer have this. Um, I have like a, this, this sinus effect is really, it's really kicking my butt this go around, but I'm feeling a whole lot better today than I was yesterday. Um, what else is I going to say? I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. You are amazing. You are beautiful and I love you. Go over to Facebook. Oh, I didn't even do this. Go over to Facebook and type in the search bar, Sunflowers Life Coaching. And motivational speaking, if a profile pops up with a whole bunch of sunflowers, baby, it's probably me. Go ahead and invite yourself. Hit that uh, friend button. Send me an um, an email or an inbox or a DM, whatever they are, and say, hey, I'm over from Spotify or I'm over from Apple Podcasts, and I want my free life coaching journal, and I'm going to send it to you, okay? And let me know when you get it, and let me know when you start working on it, and let me know how how it's going. Okay, and that is going to conclude our um, our podcast for today. Again, if you need a life coach, hit me up. The first consultation is always free. I look forward to speaking with you guys. Um, I will see you next Monday. Oh, so listen, I don't know if you are into murders and mysteries or monsters and mysteries. Um, type in the search bar monsters and mysteries, and we do two podcasts a week. Go ahead and uh, follow them too. Follow us on there too. Have a good week. Love you guys. Bye.